Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Actually, I'm live from Bowser Chevy in Monroeville, Studio B studio they built just for us just an awesome place to be and we're talking about the penguins because it's gone from bad to disastrous and these are the types of days that coaches get fired all the ingredients are there haven't had real success in a long time man one nhl season is a lifetime The Penguins didn't even make the playoffs last year, even though Crosby and Malkin played 82 games apiece, and things have devolved this year. They're worse. They've lost three in a row. They've lost six of eight. They just lost a game last night where Chris Tang said they were basically asleep. Does that sound like a team that's responding to its head coach? There's seven games or seven points out of the playoffs. They're old. They have 33 games in the next 63 days. And if they lose tonight to the worst team in the NHL, then what do we say? How How is this coach not facing the same kind of scrutiny that the other Mike in town faces? Mike Tomlin. And Tomlin actually made the playoffs. 412-928-9370. Corey in Charleroi. We'll kick it off there. How you doing, Corey? Hey, Joe. Love the show. Thanks, man. I just want to say I agree with every word and syllable you've been saying about the Penguins. Uh, with Sullivan, it's the same thing like you said with Tomlin. Like Everybody says, like, well, he's a good coach, great coach, can't uh, do anything about that. Well, I'm sick and tired of that, like you said. Sometimes you just need a change. And in this case, I think it's pretty evident that there's no life. They don't listen to him. And the whole toughness thing, I mean, my God, this has been going on for years now. Uh, I remember I called I called in the show years ago with uh, Boston, with Marchant, when he uh, speared Jar and sucker punched him in the face with a punch right. and nobody did anything. It's kind of a sickness with this team, and it starts at the top with management, coaching staff. I don't know what – I'd even go as far – I know people don't like to hear this, but some of the bottom six guys who don't do anything when the stars – No, these are the guys. Those are the guys. The guys who do something about it, Corey, are the stars. They exactly. defend themselves and, the and the other stars. They, they need other people on this team absolutely. Who, who can either torture the opposing stars or gain some retribution to the offenders like Nikola, like Truba, and people like that. I imagine as a longtime fan, sometimes as a fan, you just want a pound of flesh, right? Yes, and I would even call some of these guys cowards. 
in the bottom. So I know that's harsh, but I think they need to hear something like that because, I mean, my God, you're trying to fight for your life to stay in this league, and you just see your stars getting pummeled, and you just sit there, ah, no big deal. It's Appreciate sickness. the call. It, 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 it's horrible. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Tony. In now he dropped off. Let's go to John out in Beaver County. What's up, John? Oh uh, yes, how's it going? I think it's academic to blame anyone, and here's why I'm saying that. Um, they have always been top heavy. They're the talent's not there anymore, is what I think. And I think their their third and fourth liners in terms of production is pathetic. It really is absolutely pathetic. And I think they should trade Getzel. And we can finally start talking about the rebuild because this team needs to start rebuilding. It is no longer a a Stanley Cup team, and it shouldn't be even a playoff team. Well, let me jump on a couple things here. Sure. John, first of all, they do have talent to be way better on the power play. They should be a top five. They they do have top-end talent. But let's move on to Gensel. I do agree that throughout the roster, their talent might be way overrated but they certainly have enough talent to produce on a power play that somehow keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and the head coach never gets blamed for that either uh, in any kind of way. And I'm not saying there's a lot that doesn't go into it, but sometimes, you know, your job description, your job mission, uh, everything that you have purvey over really is your responsibility. It really is, especially when it doesn't get fixed and especially when it only gets worse. You know, a lot of the stuff that happened here under Matt Canada wasn't necessarily his fault, but the bottom line was the offense sucked. So mm-hmm. he got fired deservedly. You know, we can, we, we can nitpick over a mm-hmm. billion different things. I don't know. Should they change uh, assistant coaches? Should Todd Reardon be out? I, I don't know. Mike Sullivan hasn't tried really well. He finally tried to split up the power play, but it's gotten worse since last year. Offensively, they stink. And he hasn't fixed that. But but the bottom line is they don't respond to him emotionally. They they don't. Um, now we get to the Gensel piece. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I would say to you is that, and Josh Yoey wrote about this very well today, mm-hmm. is you have to keep in mind that there's a small window here with Sidney Crosby. So you if you're going to launch a massive rebuild, then – you have to consider the possibility that he may play elsewhere. Are you willing to consider that? Yes, because this okay. is not this, this is not a, this is not a good the third and fourth line. You need four lines playing in playoffs. They don't even have three good lines. They have two good lines. If that the talent is not there, that's what I'm trying to say. And Malkin has lost a step. He's clearly lost a no step. No doubt. And so I mean, with you, so you've got two lines at best with no third and fourth liners. Uh, you know, playoffs. I mean, really. I mean, I just think it's time that they've they've traded away the number one draft picks for last year to be a contender. See, I I'm not they, willing to say goodbye, or or at least open the door for mm-hmm. Sid to leave. I, I don't want that to happen. Well, Mark, I want, and I you would. know, and I think that I think that the alternative here, and I think Rob Rossi wrote about this pretty well. Mm-hmm. I don't know a week or two ago is to to. Maybe trade Gensel, but retool for next year. Try to retool. The massive rebuild thing, uh, you Mm -hmm. you have no guarantee that Sid would want to stick around for such a thing. You know? I see your point. But uh, I don't think they're going to get – I think with Gensel, they're going to get draft picks. Uh, Apparently, from what what I've been reading, that they want a first and third rounder. And, uh, I mean, mean, you're still going to go down and have two good lines. 
They've never fixed the problem, which is the third and fourth lines. They've never. No, I hear you, and I appreciate the call. You're you're right about that, but there's way more going on than just that. How about the defense? How about Ryan Graves? How about that disaster? Kyle Dubas hailed as a genius coming in, and people seem to want to defend him too. He seems to have pulled a reversal here. He couldn't get the goalies right in Toronto but he built some really good rosters around them. And now here, it looks like he got the goalies right this offseason. But, but the rest of it is, is falling apart, even as we speak. All right, let's get angry about something else, shall we? Let's go to the Pirates. By the way, you just alerted me to this city limits. Was the Post-Gazette, I think, had a Dewey defeats Truman moment today, did they not? What, yeah, what happened here? It wasn't great. There was a Jason Mackey story that went out in the Post-Gazette that basically said that there was a trade for Edward Cabrera, and it ended up being just a story that you pre-write oh, here, just in I case it. it happens, and yeah, yeah. it got well, out. Let me tell people how it works. Let me tell people how that works is sometimes you'll you'll pre-write a story and that way when it happens you just fire it out there and you're right on top of it right the problem is that if somebody presses the wrong button on the pre-written story you have Dewey defeats Truman or in this case you had Pirates trade for Edward Cabrera I hope that happens I certainly hope that happens but it hasn't happened yet Mackey put out a tweet this morning now this morning Pirates trade article is inaccurate at, at least for now, it's a pre-write, which we do for breaking news. Prepare, adjust, slash, delete when we know. And that's smart, really. Uh, but, man, Pirates acquire Edward Cabrera from Marlins and preserve top prospects. That headline made it out there for a minute. And that uh, that that's not good. But now that I look at it, I sure do want that to happen, don't you? No doubt. I hope that I hope that headline is accurate by the end of the day. Here's also what I hope isn't accurate, but I think it might be, sadly, is that Hank Davis and Paul Skeens could start in the minors. Now, Skeens, everybody's expecting that, you know, for Super 2. It's to preserve so you don't have to pay more. Just say that. And maybe, maybe if you keep them down there longer, you preserve an extra year of free agency. I'm to the point where I care about none of this. None of this. If, if this guy goes to spring training and lights it up, he needs to be on the opening day roster at some point. And the point is now, it needs to be about winning. And then with Henry Davis. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If you believe in his bat, I hadn't even considered this possibility until we talked to McHenry yesterday, and I think he probably raised a really good point that he could see the Pirates because they want Davis to have his own staff and develop as a catcher. The best way to do <clears throat> do that is in the minors at AAA. But what are we doing? What if he shreds at the plate in spring training and then still goes down to AAA? One of the reasons I was looking forward to this season more than anything was having the two top overall picks Ready on opening day, at least the possibility of that. I realize with Skeens, you know, a couple weeks down doesn't do that much harm. I get that, if, if that's what it would be. Although Jim Bowden said recently in an athletic article, he could see him down there till September. And it sounded like he would consider that early, September. I don't want to see. If you're wondering why the Pirates are where they are, They've had four top 10 picks in a row, and none of them might be in their opening day lineup. Now, Tamar Johnson's still very young. Completely understand that one. Skeens better be a couple weeks at most unless he really, really struggles. Davis could be, and Nick Gonzalez, number seven overall, four years ago. What about him? That's the seventh pick in the draft. But if you really are wondering why the Pirates are where they are, let's look at all the picks from before Gonzalez. Listen to this, City Limits. These are their first round picks prior to Gonzalez. Could I take a couple guesses? No, but I hope you've taken a seat. I have. Priester, Swaggerty, Boz, Wrong Way Craig, <laughs> Newman. Tucker Meadows. Oh my God. Let me read that again and I'll include Gonzalez. I don't even know what the number is. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is eight. Eight first round picks in a row, relatively recently. All these guys should should be playing. You know, you're going to miss on some. But what I'm saying is, all these guys would be of age right now to be smack in the middle of their primes having really good major league careers. You'd like to hit on half of them. You'd like to hit on two of them. You'd like to hit on one of them. Let me read that list again. Gonzalez. Priester. Swaggerty. Boz. Wrong way, Craig. Newman. Tucker. And Meadows who wound up having a few pretty good years in the majors, but not here because he was part of the worst trade in Major League Baseball history other than Babe Ruth for cash. This is a disaster. I mean, this is this is a disaster. And yet I have hope for this season because at least I have hope for the last three picks, Skeens, Davis, and Tamar Johnson, and still maybe a little for Gonzalez, but I'd like to see them play. That's the thing. And this whole Davis catching thing is just beyond annoying. What are they going to do here? Is it worth it to send him to the minors 
to try to develop the most you can out of his defensive skills. Just give me a bat. Give me the bat. Leave the glove at the hotel, as they say, and bring your bat to the ballpark. You don't have to justify that you part of the reason you chose him number one overall was because he plays a premium defensive position. Maybe you screwed that up. Okay, so hit. Because the bigger reason better have been that he can hit. And he's going to be a middle-of-the-order slugger. I would gladly settle for that. I have my doubts about that too, but I'm way more optimistic about that than the defensive part. And if this guy becomes a legit middle-of-the-order player, then then I don't care about his defense. I don't care if he plays catcher. Just give me that from the number one overall pick. I'd be more than happy. You are going to have a hell of a scenario if Hank Davis crushes the ball in spring training and doesn't start here because they want to send him to AAA to develop his catching skills. Oh, I, I mean, it would be good for talk radio, but very, very bad for everybody else. And then with Skeens, if he tears it up and isn't here, the outcry will be even louder. Even louder. I worry about this. I worry about this uh, city limits because, as with pit basketball, we're a better t- we're a better sports town when the Pirates are good. Nobody's good. What's going on here? The Steelers haven't won a playoff game in seven years. And there are still too many people who don't think that's, like, a really big deal. Yeah, I was 15 the last time they won a playoff game. How old? 15. (laughs) How old? Well, you're 22, right? Just about 23. 23 23 in a month. No, there are people. And we agree. First memory is around five years old. Is that accurate, Mr. P? I'd say so. So, in other words, the first five years of your life, you would have no memories. So, you tack on seven. And there are now people, you know, getting close to high school who have never, who have no conscious memory of the Steelers winning a playoff game. They're right now in quarterback purgatory. They've painted themselves into a corner here where it seems like they have to find out whether the guy who doesn't look like he's very good is any good next season which will then waste probably the final season for the great Cam Hayward and another season for T.J. Watt and Minka and everybody else, including anybody listening. The Penguins, we spent most of the show on already, are in a similar kind of, not a free fall. A free fall assumes that eventually there's a bottom. This is like jumping out of an airplane, Mr. P, and just hanging around right below the clouds for seven years. Like, either land or get back up there, you know? And the Penguins are just a lifeless bunch right now. There's no hope surrounding them, which is the greatest fuel in all of sports, which you'd actually have if either one of these teams sank to the very bottom. That spawns hope. Living in the middle not even renting. They're not renting in the middle. They've both bought homes in the middle. They live there. Is endlessly depressing because it doesn't it doesn't spawn hope. 
the Pirates, you don't need me, need me to say anything about them, right? Although I would argue they have more hope than the other two because of young guys and prospects and things like that. And I know that's not much. I know that hearing that angers you. I'm saying relatively speaking. But I'm certainly not saying they're a bright spot on the Pittsburgh sports scene right now. Pitt football, Pitt basketball, on the other hand, is on the rise, right, Mr. P? Yeah, Did Blake they give Henson, you some hope? Blake Henson was great with us yesterday. and they got Wasn't the, he fun? He's really fun, of just a big burst of energy. And the way that he plays, he's really grown into a leadership role this year that's been really transcendent for this team with a lot of younger guards, two young guys in Lowe and Carrington who could be future NBA players. One will probably at least get there. Pitt basketball and the Pirates are kind of the unlikely sources of hope and maybe a little bit of expectations at this point uh, for more. Yeah, I guess. I guess. For more. I guess I just said that with the Pirates, but the Pirates are also a source of extreme rage, which is different than maybe the other two teams in town where it's ap- becoming more apathetic. Very true. If they if they send down Davis and Skeens to start this season, oh, man. Oh, man. Is that going to be a story? And let's hope that Jason Mackey's story comes true in the end. I certainly do. Don't you, Mr. P? I'd love to see Cabrera here. No doubt That's about it. That's the type of, of young, high upside talent that you want. He's only 25 and signed through 2028. And he has a 96-mile-per-hour fastball he averages, can top 98 or so. That's an arm you need in your rotation, as long as he doesn't become Rolandi Contreras and lose four miles an hour on the fastball. Yeah, that's the other concern. Everybody they bring in suddenly lose, loses uh, velocity. Contreras, Ortiz, Priester. If Skeens loses velocity this season, then everybody, then, then, then everybody in the organization should be fired. From, from like whatever their lowest class A team is, Bradenton, right up through the major leagues. Every single person. If Skeens starts throwing like 90, 96 in spring training, can you imagine that story? Well, he might throw 96 in spring just to get ramped up. But if he's in, let's say, May. He throws 96 in his warm-up catches on the side. Fair. I mean, come on. Just let him play. Let these guys play. No when sinkers. When is winning time? When is, na- when, when, do, when is now? When is now? I think now is now. That's what they're telling us. Didn't Ben Charrington have those quotes that we want to contend for the playoffs? It's now, now. Come on. All right, Jeff Hathorne coming up next. I'm going to talk to him about all of this. I want his feelings on Davis and Skeens and recent Pirates drafts and and, and how Lewis Riddick is now um, in, in the bring-in Justin Fields camp, maybe leading it from what he said. Maybe we can listen to that quote with Jeff next. Uh, the 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Listen, Mr. P. I realize that anger might sell, that misery might sell, that negativity might sell. I would love to be positive. I'd love to be talking about the Pirates and having two number one overall picks start this season. I'd love to be talking about Justin Fields coming in to be the Steelers quarterback. I'd love to be talking about the Penguins trying. 
That would be fun. But none of that is happening. This is not contrived anger or misery or negativity. It's, it's very real. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.